Korongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Tui ai runga tui ai raro karongo te pō, karongo te au i te kōrero i te wānanga, kai te wānanga nanga te au, kai te wānanga nanga te pō, kai te wānanga nanga taringa. Ana e mihi atu nei, ngai taringa o tira i ngā me hau kua piri mai ki te punua pā o taringa tēnei te mihi ake te whakamāna waki kia koutou. Now my haere mai, coming at you while I am from the bustling metropolis of Taumatu in my office slash library slash put book slash put things there. <laughs> Who wants to put out of the way? Naima hoki mai. Morena te tuahene, Erika. Morena and I'm coming at you from the foggy haven of Kirikiri Roa. Foggy haven? I like that. <laughs> it's a bit, actually, no, the mist is cleared here and mete wai mari o tērā. I nā hoki, kua tai mai a tāua manuhiri i te rānei. Erika, nō reira tēnei te huri ake te mihi ki a kōrua. Pita kōrua ko te matahia po tēnā kōrua. Nau mai, ane ki te punua pāho o taringa. Lovely to have you both here with us. Nau mai. Morena rā. Kia ora. Morena, morena. Now, I'm going to throw it over to you two for a little bit. Kia kōrero mai kōrua, kōwai kōrua, nōwhia kōrua, which will give our listeners ngai taringa, all 50,000 of them, no pressure, oh. um, an idea of where you're from. So, kei akoi te tuatahi, taku rangatira, Pita, kei akoi. Uh, morena tātou, ko Peter Mayhana tōko ingoa uh, hi uri a hau a rangi tāne ngati kue ngati apa me ngai tahu hoki. I te puaki a hau ki wairau, kei raro i te korawai o te tapawai, te maunga tapawai o uanuku. And I and a, I'm here in wairau, Blenheim, and it's a little bit misty as well down here. Looking out my office window, it's pretty cloudy, but uh, nice to be here. Ka pai. Te nā koe. Kia ora rā. E te iwi whānui, ko te mataki o potaku ingoa, te pumai ai a haui konei te whanganui atara, te whanganō tāua tūpuna. Ai, tauira au ki te herenga waka, mahi ana i te reo Māori, me te tūru pākeha. Ai, te pumai au i konei rangitāne taku iwi matua, i konei te wairarapa hoki, engari o kuhereherenga, ki rāno iwi Ngāti Kuiya, Ngāti Apa, Ngāti Tahu, Ngāti Kahungunu, Ngāti Mania Poto, Ngāti Kahu i te nōta. But we heard the, you know, te mea e tūhonohono ana i a kōrua. Te mea matua. Ai, ana ko te tō kōrua iwi ana i kōrangi tāne. Nō reire e mihi ake ana, so that's it, e te iwi, te iwi o te wiki. Rangi tāne, engari... I think the Rangitane kōrero is definitely going to bring up the origins of Rangitane, but also ko te Rangitane ka kōrero tia i te rāne ko Rangitane ki wairau. Ah, yeah. Is it Rangitane ki wairau or Rangitane ki te wairau? E, e rua, rua. I te mea, ko ngā whakapapa ka kōrero hea ko Rangitane o te waipaunamu whānui. So, te takiwa no mātou o roto i te waipaunamu, timatawa i te ana māhanga i te top of te Marlborough Sounds, ka heke ki waiau toa ki te Clarence. Ka whiti ki Kaparate Hau ki Lake Grasmere, ka whiti ki Whakatū ki Nelson, ka whiti ki Tōtara Nui, Roto Te Marlboro Sounds, ka whiti ki Roto Te Whanganui o Port Underwood, ka whiti ki Roto Kaituna, and then ka whiti Whakamutunga mai ki Roto Wairau. So te takiwa, he nui atu i te Wairau, 
Engari, tērā nō te tahi kaupapa e atakore rohi ana tō mātau, e tō mātau iwi. Cool! Well, kā mahi e te uri o rangitāne. There's our segue into te kiwaha. Kiwaha! Kā mahi. What do you think that means, Erika, when I say kā mahi e te uri o rangitāne? Wow, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here. You go, girl! And I think it's going to be like, we're going to get into it. Ooh, I like that you just took a step. <laughs> <laughs> Karawe. Well, tēnei kiwaha e te iwi, a kā mahi, he kiwaha kua ngaro i roto i te kōrero o te IRA. So this is a kiwaha that's defunct, I guess. We don't use it like our tūpuna used to use it profusely. And many examples of it are in whakatauki. So guess what? Right here, right now, I've got ngā pepeha a ngā tīpuna. Nice. Look, I said tīpuna, but you'll know. Ko taku mita ko te tūpuna, but because that's the title of the book, that's what I'm going to say. By distinguished hirini moko mead. Oh, sir, I should say. Now, do you say sir, doctor, sir, professor, or professor, sir? I think it's sir first. Yes. Yeah. So, sir, doctor, hirini mead, and Neil Grove. And I'm just going to read off a few of these whakatauki. So, we've got ka mahi te hopu a te ringa whero. Put on the chiefly hand that takes hold. Ka mahi te kanuhi kai mātārai. Well done, the eye that watches the headland. Mm. Ka pai. In this instance, I said ka mahi te uri o rangitāne. Ne? So what do you think means then, Erica, now you've got a bit of an idea of the use of that ka mahi. Well done. Yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> well done. Well done, the descendants of rangitāne. Koina, koina, ka mahi te uri, ngā uri rānei o rangitāne. And koina, and you can use this like you can say, ka mahi e te tamaiti pai. Oh, cool, cool. Good on you, good boy. Ne? Ka mahi e ngā tohunga o te manaaki. Ah. Ka pai. Anyone can use this. It's not peculiar to any particular iwi like some of the kiwaha we've shared on Taringa. And what I really like, it's one that we can revive. Mm-hmm. Cool. So here we go. Ka mahi. Ka mahi, paraone. <laughs> I'll let that one go, Erica. <laughs> We're having a shot. Moia no e te wikoera te kiwaha o te wiki. Engari, kia huri anei ki te kaupapa matua o te rā. Iwi o te wiki, episode 244. Yeah, yeah. Our last one before we come up to our birthday, the birthday of Taringa, which is fifth birthday, which we recognise during Matariki. Mm-hmm. But karewe kōrero nui mō tērā i te mea he punua pāhoa nō mō tērā ka waiho tērā ki te taha anei o tātou rangatira e te iwi o rangitāne kua taimai i te atanei, nō reira e mihi tonu ana ki a kōrua. Now, you got straight into it, that's why I said um, te matahiapo, ka mahi te uri o rangitāne and I saw tō huanga Peter and Juan and he was nodding and I think that's a great place to start actually where you started with e kōrero ana mō, mō te rohe e kōrero tianei, the specific rohe of rangitāne. Yeah, I probably maybe jumped the gun a bit there because ki hae au i kōrero mō te mō rangitāne i mui tō rātou taenga mai ki tō tō takiwa. So, whā tonga i whai a toi te huatahi mai Hawaii ki Aotearoa nei. Mm-hmm. I roto i te waka kura haupo. Ka tau ki tonga pōrutu i te tau hauauru, ka tau ki whakatāne, ka kite a toi kona. Nā wai, nā wai, ka hūnuku ki nuku taurua. Ka noho rātou ki nuku taurua, 
ko nā whātonga rākou te waipara kaputa ko tara, te whanganui a tara, tauatara nā. Whātonga ka moia reretua kaputa ko tautoki, ka moia tautoki i a waipuna te mokopuna nā kupe kaputa ko rangitāne. So, kuena te honohononga o ngai iwi o ngai tara, ngai tara muaupoko a me rangitāne. So, ka heke rātou mai nuku taurua ki te whanganui a tara nei, e ki ai rātou ko te pongaihu o te motu, Nā wai, nā wai, ka noho mai rātou i kone. So, ka noho pū rātou i here taunga, i roto i ngā whakareanga ka heke ki roto tamaki nui ārua, ka heke tonu ki manawatu, ka heke uh, ki roto wairarapa. Nā, he, he wātona i noho ai a rangitāne mai here taunga ki tamaki nui ārua, wairarapa, manawatu i te rātutaha o tararua paimaunga, heke rawa mai ki te tauihu o te waka. So, tēnā te tapere nui, te tapere nui a rangitāne. Mm ngā peka katoa rangi tāne. Nā, ka heke mai, he nui ngā heke ngā mai a ngā, ngā tipuna. And peak for long, correct me if I'm wrong. But tu huataki tētahi wā mātou rangatira nui, tūtahi pia i heke mai, e ai ki ngā kōrero i te hii Cape Palliser Kātahi tētahi hau nui ka pupuhi ake, nā, Ka tautana waka ki roto te ana māhanga ki roto Port Gore. Ka tautana waka ki kona kātahia ka mātai i te whenua. Ka hāre, ka hikuhiku hāre, ka tōtō i tana waka, ka taiki tōtara nui, ka taiki wairau, ka taiki kapra te hau kātahia ka hoki ki te ika a māu. Mea te tāna iwi, ah, kātana hai ka kite i tētahi takiwa, mūtunga kema nau te atāhua, mūtunga kema o te pai, e hika mā, kia hāre tātai. Nā reira, a ka karite tana iwi kia heke mai. E te hano tāngata i roto i au e heke. E te hano heke ko te whakamana, ko te rerewa, ko tāna teina ko hāpairangi, ko tūkauai te te hano rangatira o ngā heke. And then i te tai hauāuru e rā noetahi rangatira te heiwi, te kahawaia te āhuru hoki i heke mai i ngā rangitāne o te tai hauāuru. I suppose we, we should also mention too that when Tehuatake came over with those other rangatira, obviously they weren't entering an empty land. There were already people here. Oh. And so there'd been people here since Waido Bar had been settled from East Polynesia, but there were also earlier Kurahopo people who had come over as well. So people moved from the north because there were iwi more bigger and more powerful, sort of pushing down. So Tumata Kōkiri, who was another descendant of Whātonga, his people came across and stopped in at Meritoto for a while and then made their way across to Rangitoto and to Whakatū. And we, they're our tūpuna as well. So they were the ones who met Tasman in 1642. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. So we were the original Dutch busters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their journey across Te Tauihu was remembered in the Taunahanaha Whenua of the Marlborough Sound. So places like Nukuwaiata is a Tumatakokiri ancestor. There's a lake on Rangitoto called Moafatu, who's another ancestor. There's an island at the bottom of Rangitoto, and that's Hotai, who's another ancestor. So that migration of people have been remembered in the histories as well. They were kind of followed by Ngati Mamui. And if you guys ever come to Waido, 
if you look, if you're standing in Blenheim and you look to the north, many of those hills and bays and islets that run north into Cloudy Bay, into Kokoa Kupe, they all carry the names of Ngati Mamoi ancestors who, when our Rangitani ancestors came, that's who they met and that's who they married. Mamoi then was followed by Ngaitara, who already been mentioned, one of uh, Fatunga's children. And we had little arguments with our cousins, with our relations, who in the end became us. And so there are stories of battles and marriages right through the Marlborough Sound. So when we say we are Aorohi stretches over into Whakatū, that's because that's where our Whakapapa takes us. And we shared those areas with our other Kurahopo relatives as well. And I suppose heading down the East Coast as well, we had relationships with our Ngati Kuri and Maitau cousins down that way as well. And that's why Huataki is so important because his marriages to the daughters of Teo Teo, that's what connects us to those people going down the East Coast. Just a part, I, is that tupuna te huataki, koinei te ingoa o te huataki whareaitu, is that who he's named after? Or is he, sorry, I was just random part, I am just thinking, because I hear that name, I'm thinking of huataki. I'm not sure. Because I know he's Ngati Kuia as well, so there's a... So he's a McGregor, obviously, so he's a descendant of Tute Paurangi. So that line of descent there is a Ngati Whakamana, which we've just talked about as well. So that's another one of those migrating chiefs that sort of came over here in the, the 1500s. I really love all the kōrero, engari, kwa puta mai e tai kōrero mō kurahaupo from some of our other kai kōrero we've had on mō te iwi o te wiki. And there's sort of two parts, well, layers, I guess, e pāna ki te waka o kurahaupo, te wā i a whātonga, and then te wā i... Tahitanga, I find it really interesting. When I first started out on my journey, finding out about iwi history, whakapapa, and our oral traditions, the first book I got a hold of was Jock McEwen's Rangitani, A Tribal History, and I really liked it. Unfortunately, he didn't touch on us in the South, so it kind of ended. And then up at our Fari uh, Tupuna up here at uh, Omaka Marae, that Fari holds the corridor of Kudahopo as well. So I know what the other corridor are, but for me, I can only really go with what's been carved into the house. And it's actually quite similar to what our Rangitani and Wairarapa say as well. 
Fatula lands at uh, Nukutaurua and his descendants, as we've already talked about. So that's written into our Fari Tupuna. So. Kia ora. Yeah, I feel I must out a whole because Taku Mohio Tuatahi Kiarangi Tane, Iwi Nei, I Tonoa Au Teratewa in Nohoeo Hei Kaitito, Mate Kapako Wakahuya. Um, way back, it was, you know, a while ago. And I composed the pātere for Te Matatini i Tū ki te papai oia. Mm. And if I can recall... Was that 2007? 2005. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I went to that one. Yeah. I remember the first verse, tēnei te hiki a kei taku takapau pōkai ki a wake wake taku haere katore ti ahaha i ngā pare pare ngā o te rangiti kei etia etia rā ko te tapu ai tahi o rangitāne nui a rangina wai hoki koe nā toi te hua tahi koe nā rongau e roa koe nā whātonga e nā tautoki e kahi hiko ki waho rā tamai a hua tamai whakaputa ki te ao pakakina ko te tini whetū kei runga kokoe ki te mata o te whenua e rangi e Wow! Wow! Bye! <laughs> Bye tēnā Ai, engari, ai f- Nō muri mai ka ako ai heka he arā nō tētahi wehenga, e hara i te wehenga, tētahi wāhanga o rangitāne, anā kei uh, te tauihu o te waka, and I feel that I could have and I should add another verse to that pātere. No mai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no mai. And of course, you know, taku haere ki te, te hui o te kaia o tanga. That's what I was thinking. I was actually going to do that pātere while I was down there, ah. but I thought... Because I was missing the link with Koto o te tauihu, ako e whānei kotahi, I thought, no, I'm not going to do that because <laughs> um, there wasn't a verse in there for the tauihu. Anyway, this isn't about me. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite cool, though, because one of our kaumatua, Richard Bradley, he went to the launch of that book, Rangitania Tribal History, mm. and uh, he travelled up with a rōpū from down home, and he said to Jock McEwen, hey, well, you've missed us out. And apparently Jock said, well, that's for someone else to do. So it could be a cool opportunity. Kia ora, kia ora. Nō reira e kaiaku rangatira whakaaro nei au, kua kōrero tia te ahunga mai o rangitāne and, you know, how koe anō te tupuna i puhia e te hau. Huataki. Ko huataki tonu, kia ora. And then kāro nei au, when you got straight into it, safari, te matahi apo, motakuhe, he pai te whakahuahua anō i era wahi i kōrero tiarā e koe hei kōrero mai mā kōrua ki te iwi, e rā wahi i kōrero rā koe, the borders of Rangitāne and te tauihu. I think over the last 20 years, a couple of things kind of stand out for our community down here. I think one of them was a settlement of a treaty claim. So te tauihu claims were heard 2000, 2004. Another really significant event, I think, was the repatriation of Koiwi Tangata that were excavated against the wishes of our Komatua during the mid 20th century. And so the leadership of the iwi at the time, I think, took the opportunity whilst the treaty claim was happening to kind of place a little bit of pressure on the people who held those koiwi tangata down at Canterbury Museum. And so the iwi was able to achieve a repatriation of those koiwi tangata uh, in 2009. In the process of the repatriation, 
the iwi were able to relive and rehear some of those stories about how our people were treated in the 1940s. So one of our uncles, Hohua Peter MacDonald, he's kind of the name we most associate with our protest movement back in the 1940s. He was a really interesting guy. He was a whakapapa exponent and he was a historian and he was also an activist as well. And so when he found out that Koiwi were being excavated and taken down to Canterbury Museum, he started to protest and he marched down to the Wido Bar just out of Blenheim here But the police, he tried to get Waito Bar turned into a cemetery. He wrote articles in the local Marlborough Express, which challenged the views of the intellectual community at the time about how Aotearoa was settled. So Peter was told that the people who were at the Waito Bar were not his people. They were an earlier people. And because one of the ideas at the time was that present-day Māori belonged to the fleet. And so the fleet had come after the, these earlier arrivals. And, of course, these fleet Māori then killed and took over the land of these first peoples. And so Peter challenged that view. As far as he was concerned, those people were our people. Mm-hmm. And so years later, when the opportunity came to have those koiwi returned, The quid pro quo, if that's the right phrase, for having those koiwi returned was that the koiwi would have macroscopic and microscopic analysis done on the koiwi. So macroscopic is what the bones and joints look like. Microscopic are like DNA and isotope testing and all that kind of thing. So what came out of that research was that those people who were excavated they belonged to the same family or the same blood haplogroup as present-day Māori. Oh, yeah. And so when, in 2016, Rangitani or hosted New Zealand Archaeological Association conference here, one of the things that we were invited to do was to participate in this thing called From Africa to Aotearoa Project, which Lisa Matasaw-Smith was conducting out of Otago University. And so many of our aunties and sisters and female cousins took part in that. And what was discovered was that many of our whanaunga, our female whanaunga, belonged to the same blood haplogroup as those people buried at Wairo Bar. Mm, there you have it. Peter MacDonald was saying what we already knew, but the science kind of said, well, these are our people as well. So, so I suppose for Rangitani, we kind of see our origins as being origins that originate in the Kurohopowaka from the north, but we also see our origins as coming from those first people mm, mm. who settled in Waido, and people have been there ever since. And if you go on Google, Fano, and you go Waido Bar Tonga, you will see the Tonga that were dug up along with the bones, and they are Tonga like you've never seen they are distinctly Polynesian. They use more bones. They use shark bones. They use dolphin bones. They use different types of stones that you've never seen before. And they understood that some of these people must have come from Eastern Polynesia because there was a, a certain tongue. It was a shell peat. Yeah. It was a shell that did not originate in this country. That is just not from here. It was from the Marquis, I say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a little a drill bit. Yeah. That was the tohu that people had come from another place. 
Um, and then, of course, from there across to all of our difference, I think Uncle Richard calls this place the Vatican City of Rangitani, this whole area, because the Wairo Bar, including the lagoons as well. So I don't know if it was in the, the 1600s or whatever, but there was Patiti Wai and Te Whatakoiro, Tupuna Vows of Rangitani, who started creating these canals, hand-dug canals with the traditional core. And, you know, you know when we talk about our tupuna, which are so smart, these were our tupuna who dug these canals in all of these different intricate, crazy ways so that they had to do the least amount of work possible so that the tide would come in, it would fill up with all of these kai, and then they'd put their traps down, the tide would go out, the fish would be caught by the traps, and then just pick them up. <laughs> Ingenuity at its finest. Yeah, you know. And, you know, kwenei koro nei mo te koia te Māori. But those lagoons plus te pukuhiwi okupe, that surrounding area was a, a huge area of importance and still is for our people. Koira te, te pukuhiwi okupe? Yeah, te pukuhiwi is that bar that's stripped there. And then the wider lagoons is just te wai o roto. So you've given us a bit of a window into the Vatican. Now let's talk about the empire. <laughs> of Rangitane in the south, in Te Tauihu. I've started referring to Tuamatene as the kohanga of the iwi. That's just me personally, but that's because that's where I sort of see, you know, our, our iwi starting to vest a lot more. And, and that's a place where I was told by my uncle Jeff that because our awa, wairau, it used to flood a lot. And so my great-grandmother, along with lots of her Whānau ended up moving to Grovetown or to Amatene. And then from that time, it had been a sort of, I don't know if empire is the right word, but a big community of particularly McDonald's, um, but of Rangitane living in the Wairo. And Tuamatene was a place where Rangatira Ihaya Kaikoura in the 1800s. There were some Pākehā chopping down some timber near, and they weren't doing it with his kari whakai. He, he didn't tell them they could do that. And um, they weren't prepared near to give him any money for the timber, and so he, he accosted them. So he's an interesting guy, Ihaya Kaikoda. So he was the only rangitani kudahopo person to sign Te Tiriti or Waitangi down here in wow. 17 June 1840. So once all the treaty signings had taken place up north, the Crown took the documents around the South Island, and the last stop was here in Port Underwood just around the bay. So there was nine treaty signatories and Ihaia was the Rangitani signatory. Yeah, he was an interesting guy because our people had been, during the Muscat War period, invaded by people from the north. And in those conflicts, we obviously came out second best. But Ihaia was one of those men who read the times and saw that things were changing and was able to adapt, I believe. And so... Within the short period of time from the arrival of musket people to the signing of the treaty, he had regained enough mana and authority to sign the treaty. But he was also referred to as the leader of that Port Underwood community, which was a mixed community, interestingly enough. So he obviously was an influential person. And he also was a repository of our whakapapa and traditions. So he spent a lot of time with tribal scribes recording whakapapa and traditions, which really useful for us in the present because we get to rebuild based on what these people said and were doing in the 1800s. 
So I just thought I'd capture Ihai Kaikoda because he is an important guy. And to actually segue from Port Underwood, there's a couple of kōrero that come to mind. And the first one is about Raukawa, the moana, and te takinga mai o tau ingoa e Aikiamato. So e Aikiamato, i whaia kupe i a te whekea muturangi ki te moana ni. Ka patua te whekea, ka mate, ka tikinake ngā whatu o taua whekera, Kafuake call the Brothers Islands. If you search up the Brothers Islands, don't go, you know, I don't even call it a witty poo, but you know. But uh, we were told that the eyes of the Feke were thrown and they became the Brothers Islands. In Yakamato, it's in no tapu in a fatu. Yamato tupune for Kafitiane to Moana, my tika mouth to Waiponamu, Kamoti pare kawakawarato. Kamoti pare kawakawarato, Kikawarato we kite. Fatu, those islands were called Ngafatu, obviously, because they're the Fatu of the Tifekamuturangi. But those Fatu, those islands were so tapu to our people that they didn't look at them and they instead wore Tipare Kawakawa till they were passed out. The only person who I've ever read in manuscripts to look at them was Ta Mairangi. Ta Mairangi, Ariki Tapairu, I think Te Koti likened her to Hinemati Oro in one of his Motetia, but she was big Queen Ariki Tapairu and only she was of sufficient mana to be able to tiruake ki nga fatu. And so, yeah, koina te takinga mai te ingoa, raukawa. Lots of people say raukawa moana, raukawa kawa, but in terms of kōrero tukuihu and what I've seen in manuscripts, all I've seen is raukawa, finished there. And then the other kōrero that come up in my mind was pukatea in te anorongo mai papa. So this was a Ngāti Māmoi kōrero, these were our Ngāti Māmoi tūpuna, because they are still our tūpuna. We had a Ngārara huarau, big scary tanifa mea. And nā tuiti tēnei kōrero, nā um, te tūpuna tātere, tēnei uh, tāna tūpuna, a tuiti. There was this Ngārara huarau wreaking havoc. I think he likened it to a great giant lizard scary thingy. And it was wreaking havoc amongst the people. And so the, the rangatira rongo mai papa and his tamaiti rangiatea decided they were going to do something about it. They lured the Ngārara Huarau out of its cave and they had one of them sitting on top of the cave ready to give it a twack. <laughs> and so they did. And so they lured him out and then one of them come down and give him a twack over the head and then they beat him up and ended up killing him and then all of the rawa that he had eaten of the tribe, all of the tongue, all of the people started coming out of his guts. But yeah, that was that's another quarter about the Ngārara Huarau from the Pukatea White's Bay area. Gather up close, everybody! I've had Pukatea, Tua Matene, Te Pokohiwi, or Kupe. You know, I'm trying to imagine and Tua Matene, I didn't know, was Grove Town. Do you go at the Iwi, Grove Town? Now, I can sort of imagine the places that Rangitane is in, in Teika Maui. I'm trying to think, like, if I can get an imaginary map, Itaku Hiningaro, mm. so our listeners can sort of envision where Rangitane sits in Te Tauihu or Te Waka, because there's a lot going on in Te Tauihu. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, probably start with Port Gore at the top. And, and, and if you reckon wrong, Pete, just say, so if you look on your... Te Ana Mahanga. Te Ana Mahanga. Ana was where Huataki first arrived when he got blown across and he was given a wife. Her name was Faripuka. And so that kind of established the connection or a stronger connection 
between the people, Kudahopo in the south and Kudahopo in the north. And then coming left across Rangitoto on your map and then coming down across to about Whakatū, come inland to the lakes, oh. to um, Rotoiti and Rotorua. Wow. That was a... Kaituna plus the lakes were in the upper Waira were a big refuge for our people during the musket raids. So our people were getting attacked along, you know, all of these coastal communities. And so our people, they moved to the back. They sought refuge in the hinterland. So the lakes, and then you keep going around. Well, there's just a whole lot of mountains, really, till you get up to um, the Clarence River or Waioto on the east, which is up north of Kaikoura, um, to our pa Matariki up there. And then... You hit the sea and you keep coming right up to get to Karaka on the right. That's the easternmost point. And then just to its left is Lake Grasmere, our Kaipara Te Hau. Kaipara Te Hau. If you want to talk about that, um, about Te Hau um, and the gardens and kupe. So in our kōrero, when kupe arrived, there were already people living here. And so the chief of those people was a guy by the name of Te Hau, and he's reputed to have introduced kumara cultivation into the area. And so he and Kupe had altercations. Te Hau tried to prevent Kupe from traveling down the East Coast. He put obstacles in front of Kupe and Kupe responded by causing tidal waves, which came in and washed out Te Hau's Kumara Gardens at Kapara Te Hau there, Kapara Te Hau. Kupe then returns back north and makes his way back up the West Coast. And so the stretch of coastline as we know from 2016 with the Kaikoura earthquakes, has over a period of time had earthquakes and tsunamis, tsunami inundations come into the area. So we have, we're really familiar with those natural occurrences because they've been recorded in our oral traditions. And then from Lake Grasby, from Kaipara Te Hau, we come into the Wairo or the Tūranga Waiwai of Diwi, you know, we're known as Rangitāne or Wairo. So that is where we are most concentrated only just, because we, we have big communities of Rangitani or Wairo up in Levin and Horofeno as well. And then you come just from Wairo through to Port Underwood and then keep coming left around into Tōtaranui where our people met Cook and Russians. So our people traded with Russians, our Kurahopo people in the 1820s. So there was firstly the, the Captain Cook voyages and our people had interactions, some altercations with some of Cook's people and, and the Europeans that came then. But later on, our people met Russians. Wow. Who, as far as I was aware, and, and what I've read, it was a joyous time. There was all happy trading, mm. um, no darus. And Bit of vodka. We have a lot of Tonga over in Russia. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, we traded. And see, that's the amazing thing for our people is because we've lost so much as a result of musket wars and European diseases and colonisation, we don't have a lot. But... Over in Russia, there's this whole store of, I think, hundreds of Tonga that we happily traded and gave over to them. It's funny, eh, that there were times where we were like, sure, random, go and have a kaitaka for a little broken nail. <laughs> sure, go and have a kahukiwi and a great big taiaha for a dumb bottle cap. It's buzzy that we had those times because of where we are now. We look back and go, gosh, we gave things, these things away so easily. But that's a, a cool little fun fact about our people as we traded with Russians. Wow. The people who met Cook were a mixed community because as Meritoto and Tōtaranui was 
Arapawa Island was like Grand Central Station if you were moving north or south. That's where you kind of <laughs> that's kind of where you arrived and where you left. Yeah. And so the people who met Cook were were our people, and they were from both sides of the water. So Kahuda is a, an interesting guy. So he was the guy who was reputed to have been responsible for the killing of those ten men at Farihunga Bay. And we came and went from that area, depending on what the season was. But very quickly, when Cook turns up, our people raced out there to trade. So the first sort of encounter, kind of weren't sure what was happening, but by the time we got back, we were ready to trade. I think that's another kind of part of our makeup as well. You know, we lived in those areas where people came and went, and so we were always ready for exchange. Hi. Just looking at all your, your rohe, you guys are like half of the top of the south. Isn't there eight iwi in Te Tauihu? <laughs> We're going there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my aunties, one of our aunties, actually our chair, our co-chair's grandmother, Auntie Shirley McDonald, she told me very early on that you can walk from this side of the island to that side of the island unencumbered. And she said, because that's where your people were from. And so for Tani and I think for Ngāti Kuea and Appa as well, because we have shared Papa, we see both sides and the middle as being areas that were traversed by our ancestors. It was just really the, the musket wars, I think, but also the crown when it arrived and it purchased areas and then set up native reserves. We were pushed onto these native reserves, which restricted our movements, which in traditional time we had no restrictions. Yeah. We could move across the top of the island. Mm. And so we still see all of these places as places that we have connections and associations with. So whether or not other people see it that way, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the Mutsungiho e tuana korua koto Hiranga iraro inga korero ao koto matua tupuna no reira koia tera. Mm-hmm. Ne, yeah. and e whakaro nui anau ki tera. Mm. Yeah, no reira e mihi ake ana. I think it's just really, you know, Pete, when you and I met in that room, I just think it's really important. Taringa is an opportunity for us to, to share korero. And we get lots of messages from our listeners. I didn't know that. Or people that could be rangitāne, and this is a touchstone for them Mm. and can invigorate or encourage them to get in touch with their iwi and connect and learn. And for others to know about rangitāne, I I find that's important. Mm. Yeah, well, the thing I find with rangitāne is because we were treated so poorly by the Crown and because they put us onto such small reserves, that when our people started to have more and more children, these reserves couldn't support Mm. our people. And that was actually what was promised. And so what ended up happening was people left. And so, you know, predominantly people moved north, people moved and later moved overseas. But that goes back to those times when we weren't given what we were promised and what we were entitled to. So if you talk to people like Richard Bradley and Judith McDonald and those people involved in the claims, they talk about the 20-square-mile reserve, mm. two miles in, inland from the white mouth of the Waido River, 10 miles up the coast, up into Port Underwood, and two miles inland. That should have been enough land for our people to get a start in the new settler colonial society. What they gave us was a reserve 
down at the Wairau Pa, which was about 700 acres, divided amongst three iwi. Mm. And then as the good folks here in Marlborough started to put in their waterworks to make their farms productive so that their families could do well, those waterworks then channeled all of the flood water down into Wairau Pa. And you have people alive today who are komatua now who will remember those floods because they took out their homes. Yeah, so that's the that's the sad side of it, mm. but it's all part of our history. Mm. Mm. And Rangitane, and I got the sense of being in an interesting space in this revival, cultural revival, revival of te reo. I guess te te hapai i te rangitane tanga is what I felt at the hui, even though it was run alongside with Ngāti Apa. I felt this, you know, I felt that energy, i roto i a koutou. You at this place, I guess, e whakahihiri ana i ngā whakatipuranga kei te haere ake. And, and that's kuena te tūmana ko ei, is ka whakatahuri mai te iwi ki te whakaako i ene koro kia rātou, e pai ei tō rātou kauhau i te rongo pai rangi tāne kia waikia 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 rāne. You know, kuena te mahi nui kia whakatahuri mai te iwi, kia rongo i te reka o ngā kōrero, kia hoki mai ki te hāpai te taha ki te, te marae, ki ngā kōrero, ki ngā kaupapa. That's the big thing we're trying to is inspire our people to come back, learn these kōrero and help in any of our kaupapa, help run kaupapa, help revitalise as much as possible. We've had it done quite hard. But, you know, we're not going to get anywhere by sitting here just saying that over and over again. Mm, mm. So we do what we can with who we've got, with whoever's keen, and try and do as much as possible. Kia ora. How kōrero whakahihiri i te iwi? There'll be rangitāne listening to this. What are your both of your dreams and aspirations for your people? I mean, I've got lots of dreams, but men, if I was talking about what kōrero I would say to people to try and get them to come home, I'd say there's not a lot of us. There is not a lot of us in terms of, of our iwi compared to other iwi. And what I mean by that is population-wise, for example, one of our hapu Ngāti Huataki has a very small number of families, very, very small number of families, the McDonald's of which is a big one. But after that, if you were to take out the McDonald's, then that hapu would be close to becoming extinct. So there's not a lot of us in terms of even families to be able to take up this work. We, we can't rely on lots of other people to be able to do the work. And so we need as many people as possible because mm. there just simply isn't enough of us. I think I was talking to my Uncle Mark one time who spoke about how small the number of people that are alive today are descendants from people who lived in the 1800s because so many people just died out. So many lines just died out, whether it was from influenza that killed out whole communities like in Ruakanakana, um, whether it was just people, lots of rangatira who were petitioning the crown just didn't have uri, just didn't have uri and their lines just died out, which has resulted, like I said, and there's, there's no descendants of those people and there's only this small group of whoever's left, which is us, and so it's up to us to do it. Otherwise, our iwi's gone. <laughs> our iwi's gone, our kōrero's gone, and we'll have nothing if we don't pick it up. I like to reflect on what Richard Bradley says. And one of his favourite sayings is, there is unfinished business. And every time we in the Runanga take on a new kaupapa, it's like, oh, this is some of the unfinished business. So we take a crew of people down to Canterbury Museum, you know, regularly, our young folks. And that's to make sure 
that they know that Canterbury Museum has taonga that belongs in the Waido. Now, they need to be told that. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it needs to happen because that is the unfinished business. But we've got unfinished business all over the place, and I kind of take that as motivation. The former administration, they picked up the settlement and they settled the, the claim. So that's some of the unfinished business. But there's other stuff too. Te kaiwotanga, that's some of the unfinished business. That needs to carry on because it should become part of the regular calendar of, of Rangitani because we're there because of some unfinished business. And maybe sometimes what might inspire people to come back and help is hearing what other people say about our iwi. So, oh. you know, we talked about it before about the musket wars and about how our people were invaded and were hit by muskets and we didn't have any. And one of those common corridors that we were an enslaved people, that we had no mana, we had nothing, we were nothing, that they were ultimate mana whakahirahira and we were nothing. And then I think of the corridor from Mehana Kiriopa where he stood up in the native land court and said, my father was never captured and made a slave and nor was I. And that's just one of those corridors that always rings in my mind to remind our people, oh, like you said, we've got unfinished business. We've got work to do to remind these iwi that no, kōneito numato, we are still here. You know, I think Pete, you once said this to me, was that you will never be able to remove rangitāne. You won't be able to go at them and battle them and push them down, but we have been here long before we will be here far after mm. a constant presence within our takiwa. I actually just want to keep on listening. As I said, my interest in rangitane was first sparked when I was honoured to compose for Te Wakahuia um, way back, and I said that there's a verse missing from that pātere. <laughs> you know, I learned a lot just in that short time I spent with Te Iwi uh, while I was out at Te Kaiautanga because he te whakarongo, he pēnei anō i tēnei rānei. And as we've said to our all our listeners, you know, katuku te kahu o te wai, we have a bit of a ruku, e roto i ngā kōrero. Engari encourages the appetite, I guess, for those of you that are rangitāne and listening to go home. And dive deeper. Dive deeper and finish the business. Sounds a bit mafiosa, that kōrero there. <laughs> yeah, um, unfinished business. Um, yeah, 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 you've got unfinished business. Se e, e mihi ake ana te ngākau ki a kōrua tahi. E whakakanohi nei i tō kōrua rahi i a rangitāne. What's an ako moment for you today, Erika? Heaps. I did not know rangitāne was that big. <laughs> Heard heaps of beautiful names of true place names. Oh, I really liked what you said, Peter, about how the fleet people and how it's a common misconception at that everyone just assumes that all the Māori people came on the great fleet migration, but really, you know, there was actually all those journeys beforehand that happened to came and come and suss the areas out first. So, mm. yeah, I really liked that point you made there. It's, it's interesting that whole theory has been disproven, but you'll still get those... Oh, those Facebook trolls. And there's quite a few of them. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, Hobson's Pledge... That's their history, right, of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Koina, my, that was one of my ako moments was ngā moinga me ngāti mā moi. 
ia te mete puhinga o te waka o huataki. Ana ka uia te ana mahanga. Fakarotia, fakarotia tene, enko ene ana he mahanga. Kuna te takinga mai o te ingoa, konga ana o ana te kauvra, but konga ana at the bottom he mahanga. They are the same. He twin. Oh. Yeah. I'll be definitely going back to re-listen ki ngā kōrero i te rānei. Any closing kōrero, kea ku rangatira. Te matahia po is going like this. Nere, tāku nai ho he mihi. He mihi. He nui te mihi kea kōrua aotira ki te... Ki tēnei kaupapai. Kaupapa rangatira tēnei. Mai taku rangatahi tanga. Mai taku taihoi tanga. You know, mātaki aio i tēnei whakarongoa ke au ki tēnei. Me te paihoki o tēnei kaupapa. E aroha nui nei tō mātou iwi mo koutou i whai wahi mai kia mātou A taku ansi i whakapātua ai a hau I says, mi atu ki au, oh, rawe tēnā kaupapa Whaia, whaia, whaia Nā reira, e mihi nui ana i runga i tēnā kaupakaiti mo kōrua mo koutou I whakawātea mai i tētahi paku wahi kia mātou rangi tāne Ki au rā noa e wā mātou nā kōrero Mā te noa atu Kia ora te matahia po, Pete Oh, just thanks for having us on and giving us opportunity to share some things and yeah, to any of the listeners, you know, our rangitani whānau who haven't touched base, um, we're easy to get a hold of. You know, just Google us up. We've got a number in the in the phone book and we're easy to get a hold of via uh, email and those kinds of things. And uh, sign up to the Facebook page. You know, lots of things are happening. We're doing stuff every week. Kia ora kōrua. Ka Te iwi, anei te waiata wiki, pero au tekarewiti te matahia po mana te waiata e whakamarama mai kia tātou. Kia ora no tātou, ko tēnei waiata, ko tāne ingoa, ko haere mai rā. Uuu, hohona. <laughs> tēnei waiata, uh, he mea tito nā tātere. Nā tātere, he uri no mātou rangi tāne, he maki tānara. Uh, nā tawaro kawa nā te rangi, tētei honga waiata i whakaputaina e mātou. Tairua mano te kau mābaru i tō mātou kōputi waiata. Tuatahi i whakaputaina, ke whakarauora i ngā kōrero i te reo i wainga i a mātou. Ai, he, he waiata pōhiri, kia pōhiri te tangata, he ngāwari ngā kupu, he atāhua ngā kupu. I roto i te waiata nei, tahi o ngā kōrero, moetahe o ngā wahi whakahirahira mō mātou o rangi tāne, ngā tūtohu whenua. O tira he waiata, kia pōhiri te tangata, kia tau mai ki roto i a mātou, kia rangi tāne. Nā reira, aneira e hikama.
Koe o tira kai kūranga tira e mihi ana ki a kōrua, tēnā rau atu kōrua. And you know, te ahoa, te waiata haere mai rā dhiu kau e te iwi. Koutou o rangi tāne, tēnā. Kia whakawhanau ngā atu ki a koutou anō e mihi aki ana. Kia ora, hai kona mai rā. Hai kona. That was cool, eh? That was our first iwi o te wiki where we've had two people. Yeah, i rawe rawa atu and it was a cool dynamic having yeah. a rangatai and a pakeke. Yeah. But both very knowledgeable and passionate about the iwi rangitane i rawe rawa atu. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. And a cool waiata too. You've got tātere te kaitito and tawaroa. Yeah. Nana te rangi. I wonder, can you find their kōpitu waiata on Spotify? It's on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. So if you search Rangitane, Terunanga or Rangitane or Wairo, you'll be able to find that on SoundCloud and there's SoundCloud, okay. There's about ooh, 14 Waiata on there. Nice. Yeah. So there you go, Ete Iwi e Mihiakeana. And as I said, you know our Iwi o te wiki, we open the door, we have a bit of a korero, and I feel we do, you know, it's a timo timo. Yeah. I feel like Iwi o te wiki is a Really, all we're doing is just facilitating a kōrero. Kia ora. Yeah. Oh, ka mahi e te wahi ne mōhio. <laughs> <laughs> I runga i tērā i te iwi e mihi ake ana ki a koutou ngā manākitanga nui ki ringa ki a koutou katoa. O tira, kei wareware au te mihi ake ki te māngai pāho, kōrua ko irirangi te motu. E mihi ana, a taringa ki a koutou anei e whakapāho atu nei raro e ngā manākitanga a te wānonga o te roa e te iwi. Hei kona mai rā. Hei kona. He mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. A, nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>